Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. With first-hand lessons learned from those who have gone before, this podcast is designed to assist and inspire anyone interested in pursuing a medical career in rural and regional Australia. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. For the past seven years, Dr Sarah Moore has been living and working, very happily, in the regional town of Busselton in Western Australia. She's an integrative GP obstetrician, and she's so much more besides. She's also a medical educator and researcher, a mentor to others, and she's a wife and mother of two young children. Her life is busy and her career is fulfilling. But while she may have found a base in Bustleton now, it wasn't always so, as she travelled far and wide to pursue her passion for obstetrics while always remaining a GP at heart. Choose your own adventures and take opportunities where they arise are just some of the mantras she's coined to describe her career journey. And it's been quite a trip, as she explains to Heather Dawson shortly. To start... When did Sarah first realise that she wanted to study medicine and as a rural GP? I decided that I'd like to be a doctor when I was in year eight at high school and we had a guest speaker come and talk at one of our assemblies about her work with Operation Rainbow, which was a organisation that went to the Philippines to do operations on children with cleft palates. And I thought, wow, that would be such an amazing job and fulfilling. So that was when I sort of set my heart to study medicine. And then I'm from the country, so I think my grandparents always encouraged me to be a rural doctor as soon as they knew I was going to study medicine. We moved to the city when I was nine, so I spent a reasonable amount of time in the city and studied at UWA, but I guess... I applied for a John Flynn scholarship when I was in second year of med school that took me out to Southern Cross and also down to Denmark in rural WA. And I had some very wonderful experiences on both of those placements, which really, I guess, planted the seed. And then when I was in fifth year, I had the opportunity to spend three months in Kalgoorlie with the very first WA rural clinical school placements. And that was also quite transformational. I I did a GP placement and an obstetrics placement, and I am now a GP obstetrician. So I think that experience really kind of laid the foundations for my future career. Right. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the pathway you've taken to be a rural generalist? Absolutely. So once I finished in Kalgoorlie in fifth year, I then had the opportunity to return in my final year for my rural GP placement. So I went back to Kalgoorlie for another month and spent time at the Aboriginal Medical Service there. And I think just having connections in the country with rural doctors and rural people meant that I just maintained that connection and was always sort of being encouraged and had the opportunity to ask questions and be guided. So then I I did my internship at Fremantle Hospital in Perth and did a second year there as well. And then I decided I wanted to go exploring. So I actually went up to Darwin for 12 months and I spent 
three months in Catherine, which is quite rural and remote, and then finished the year at the Darwin Hospital and fell in love with obstetrics and gynaecology again and then decided, okay, well, if I want to do this training, I probably need to start really getting the experience. So I applied to the GP training program at that point and I came back to Kalgoorlie and worked with my supervisor, Phil Reage, who had mentored me as a medical student and who was also a GP obstetrician. So I spent six months in Kalgoorlie, but I'd loved my time in Darwin and had a friend in Kununurra. So I applied to go up to Kununurra and I did six months at the Aboriginal Medical Service there. And I did a lot of women's health and antenatal care And at that point, realised I really needed to do a bit more training in that area. So I actually came back to Perth and did six months at King Edward, which is the tertiary women's hospital in Perth. I also met my husband around that time and he sort of suggested let's move down south. So after I'd done my basic Dranscog, which is my obstetrics diploma, we came down to Dunsborough and I got a job in Busselton where I could practice both my GP but also my obstetrics. I was one of the first registrars to get a GP obstetrics mentoring scholarship, which allowed me to practice, um, be a GP registrar, but also practice my obstetric skills with a supervisor. So that was really, really wonderful. And I'm sure had a lot to do with why I continued doing obstetrics procedurally in the country. And then we stayed on for another year. I finished my fellowship with RACGP but I was keen to go traveling. So my husband and I went to South America for six months. And then when we got back, we moved back up to Broome. I had good connections with the doctors and medical educators up there from my time in Kununurra. And I actually completed my 12 months of advanced skills in Aboriginal health at the Aboriginal Medical Service up there. And I also was able to continue doing some obstetrics at the same time got pregnant, came back to Perth, had our first baby and then was actually offered a job, a brand new job with WA Country Health in their postgraduate medical education unit. So with a, I don't know, six week old baby, I started that new job and I guess I brought to that job my experience having worked all over rural WA but also I guess having really good connections with the different doctors and educators and administrators So we were basically setting up the postgraduate medical education unit for WA Country Health, which had never existed prior, and then stayed in that role. We came down south when my daughter was about eight months old because I was really keen to get back into clinical practice and I was a rural doctor at heart. I wasn't all that tempted to go back as a, a city GP and I probably wouldn't have had as much capacity to use my obstetric skills. So we moved back down here and I kept doing the WAX postgraduate medical education job remotely for another year and then had a second baby and then came back again to work. Oh, and I also took on the rural clinical school medical education job around that time as well when we moved back down south. So I've been working here at the rural clinical school and as a GP obstetrician in Busselton ever since. And that was that was about my second daughter's seven now so yeah for the past seven years or so and I think we haven't left because it's just such a a wonderful place to live beautiful community I love the work that I do amazing colleagues teaching is very rewarding and fulfilling and I'm now seeing students that I taught 
back when I began and now coming back as junior doctors and registrars and wanting to be a part of the rural clinical school. So yeah, it's been a really fulfilling journey and it has, I guess, been a bit of a choose your own adventure, but it's also being opportunistic, taking job offers when they arise and just sort of seeing how it flows. I think these days there are a little bit more clear pathways. I felt like mine, I kind of had to sort of navigate it myself, but certainly with the rural generalist pathway coming into effect now, I think there's a lot more support and clearer pathways for students and junior doctors coming up through the system. What sparked your interest in obstetrics, Sarah? Well, I would say probably my experience in Kalgoorlie as a fifth-year medical student. That was where I delivered my first baby. I think I delivered 10 by the time I left. And I just felt at home in the birth suite and looking after women through their pregnancies. And so I think that initial experience, I really enjoyed it. And I had positive experiences. I had positive mentorship. I had good relationships with the midwives in the Kalgoorlie Hospital. And then I think going and doing obstetrics and gynecology in Darwin also I remember one of the consultants said to me, you seem like you are, I can't even remember the exact words, something like you seem right at home on the maternity ward. And I think when you receive that sort of feedback from a consultant in that specialty, it's very, um, well, I don't know if it just boosts your ego or whether it just makes you feel like what you're feeling is it's validating. And I did, I had some wonderful times working in Darwin on the um, labour ward And I feel after that, that was when I just felt like, yes, this is my path and this is what I'm going to be really happy doing in my career. Not going on to be a full-on obstetrician? Well, I always knew that I wanted to have children and have a bit of balance in my lifestyle. And I looked at my specialist colleagues and the amount of on-call. And I've got friends now who are specialists who I don't see because of the sort of expectation to be on-call a lot for their women. And I sort of felt also that as a GP, we have the capacity to look after people through their entire life cycle, not just that short period of antenatal pregnancy and postpartum period. And for me, I really enjoyed the opportunity to look after families throughout the entire life cycle. So I probably thought about being a specialist for two minutes and then I decided, no, GP obstetrics (laughs) is much more suited to my personality and my interests. (laughs) Well, you clearly love working in rural communities, Sarah, but there are challenges, no doubt. So what would you say were the challenges as well as the rewards? Well, I think some of the challenges, obviously, if we're thinking about obstetrics, is we can't offer care to every woman here because we are, we take on let's say, lower risk pregnancies. So anything high risk, it's not safe for us to look after them in our hospital long term. So, for example, if a woman has twins, we can provide shared care, but we really need to refer them on to a specialist obstetrician in the next regional town or in the city, depending on the level of complexity of the pregnancy. Certainly for women, that is incredibly challenging, that they have to leave their home, their family, their support networks what would be one of the most stressful times of their lives when they're very vulnerable. So I think that's certainly one of the challenges, resources in general. And I guess to some extent, professional development opportunities. Having said that though, now with online learning and the ability to video conference into activities and also we have organisations like W Country Health Service, Rural Health West, that bring professional development opportunities to our hospitals and to our site. 
I would say that's becoming less and less of a challenge for us as rural doctors. We're much more connected now than we ever have been, and that's really to remain upskilled and educated. That seems to be less and less of an issue. I mean, in lots of ways, I feel like we avoid a lot of the challenges that exist in big metropolitan hospitals because in our small hospitals, we all know each other, we look out for each other. When something traumatic happens or if there's an adverse outcome, we all band together and look out for each other and make sure that everyone's okay. And I think that probably happens to a more of a degree than perhaps would happen in a big city hospital. But I think you would say that the rewards then definitely outstrip the challenges. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I just, I love where I work and live. The sense of community is just, yeah, second to none. And I think we're incredibly blessed to be doctors as part of a community. And certainly the positive feedback that you receive from your community in general is just lovely. Everyone's very grateful for what you contribute and how you support your community to be well and to support them through periods of challenge when people are suffering with health problems. Yeah, it's a real privilege. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to junior doctors or medical students about considering a career as a rural generalist? Well, I guess my first piece of advice would be just try it because there's so many opportunities now for medical students to get experience in the country during their studies. So we have the Rural Clinical School here, but there's also the John Flynn Placement Program and they all are required to do some rural GP training as part of their training and I'm sure that's the case across Australia. Yeah, just give it a chance. And also when you're in your clinical placement, talk to the doctors of all ages and stages of career and just find out, you know, what it is that they love and why they love it. Also experience what it means to be part of a community. So doing activities outside of medicine, whether that be sport or going bushwalking or being part of a choir or a church. There's so many different community activities that you can get involved with when you come to the country and more often not they're standing there with open arms just waiting to welcome you and then I think even if you want to do some training in the city as a sort of in your junior training maintain your relationships with those doctors that you've met during your medical school training go back and visit even if it's just socially and then I guess don't be afraid to be brave and go and do a rural job as a junior doctor, whether it be as an intern or as an RMO, because I think it's one of those things that once you're doing it and you've got positive relationships with your mentors, even if it feels like what you want to do isn't available in the country, you can quickly find ways to make it fit into your career pathway. So, and I guess don't be too fixed on a particular plan because be open to opportunities, be open to being surprised, be curious don't be too narrow-minded because you don't want to miss out on something just because you weren't looking or you didn't allow yourself to see a particular opportunity when it was staring you in the face. So just having that really open mind I think is really, really critical because you can be really beautifully surprised when you have a positive experience that you weren't expecting. Okay, well, final question then, Sarah. Are there any memorable moments in your career that you'd like to share with us? I think every year... We have an end-of-year gathering with our medical students at the Rural Clinical School. And I would say that they're some of the most memorable times for me because we all get together and we reflect on the year that was 
And the students are always so incredibly grateful for the experience that they've had and often they come with expectations and that they have a better experience than they were expecting. And they're so grateful. And and then to see them come back as junior doctors and, and registrars, it's just really heartwarming. And I would say, yeah, every time I get a call from a, an ex-student saying, oh, I'm, you know, I've got a job in XYZ in a rural town, and they ring up and they tell me and they want to share their news, that for me is incredibly memorable. And I'm incredibly grateful for those moments. The other thing I guess that's really I wouldn't be able to say one particular birth is the most memorable, but every single birth that I attend at the Bustleton Hospital is incredibly, it's such a privilege. And no matter what the outcome, I feel so blessed and grateful that I can work in a role which is just so fulfilling. Yeah, I would probably say they're the things that really make my job memorable. Dr. Sarah Moore, GP obstetrician based in Bustleton, WA. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.